as you guys know, I don't know how to start the podcast yet. So it'll either be a real hard just in without any precursor, or we'll be talking about for a while. Of course, yeah. <laughs> or the rare third option, something along the lines of, welcome to Late to the Movies. This is a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots. My name is Ben. Here today with me is Noah. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. God pointed at you right as you were taking a sip. I apologize for that. And, and Corey. Corey. Now we'll talk normally. Just, yeah, uh, you don't have to. That's going to be real awkward if the, <laughs> if the ASMR bar's not in there. So, <laughs> so uh, it's gonna be just tough. leave it at that. It's yeah. going to be tough. Um, our episode this week, continuing animation month, will focus on Akira. Yay. Um, Excited for this one. Yeah, me too. Before we talk about it, though, you guys haven't been on for a little bit together. Uh, you were on our first. Okay, Wait, like hold two on. Two weeks ago. <laughs> that episode won't be coming out until two weeks after this one. Oh, so yeah, it's been a while. So, <laughs> yeah, pretend. So I actually don't know when this. Uh, okay, caveat up at the top. You may be noticing if you're listening over the next few weeks that I don't have a lot to say for stuff I've been watching lately because for a few different reasons, we're recording like a month and a half in just about a week's period. <laughs> Um, so I haven't watched that many things in between these episodes. Uh, so I don't have too much to say, but have you guys watched anything fun recently? Okay. Uh, I've, I've watched like, uh, a good amount of things to do with Lord of the Rings, including the first couple movies. Um, and just the show Chainsaw Man. Okay, cool. It's like pretty hyped right now. It's what some people are considering it like a new step or a new, like, Almost like how Akira is like a change in the anime or like animated film industry. Like the show is supposed to be like potentially one of those, but it could just be overhyped. I think it's fair enough. <laughs> cool. Cool. Anything for you? Uh, not since like Halloween. I feel like I watched a ton of like movies and shows during that time. I think the last thing I, I probably watched was the um, uh, Cabinet of Curiosities. Which is really good. I don't think I got through all of them. I got through most, though. I think I saw six of them. But yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is in theaters now as we're recording this. Um, I don't know. I want to go check that out, too, because he's he's a he's a cool guy. He makes cool stuff. I know he didn't direct the episodes, but obviously he's in the beginning cranking that cabinet of curiosity. Yeah, that really cool. <laughs> uh, cranking that cabinet. Just cranking that cabinet. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, let's get into Akira. So some of us have ramen to go eat. Um, you're more than welcome. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna even that. Um, that that wasn't like a, some of us have to go eat ramen. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I did invite you. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know how to transition yet, so it just sounded like I was letting that hang in the air on purpose. But I wasn't. Um, some of us gotta go slurp some noodles, <laughs> even though we just did yesterday. Hey, that's the life, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, so speaking of ramen. I like, yeah, exactly. I like talking before the movie about our prior relationships with them. This podcast, after all, is about filling in movie blind spots. This week, it's, it was a blind spot for me, actually. I have uh, never seen this movie. Obviously, I'm aware of it. I know that it is very influential for a lot of filmmakers, for cyberpunk in general. And um, having played Cyberpunk 2077, there's copious references that I now understand a little bit better <laughs> uh, throughout it. You know, it's just, it's, it's a big deal movie. So, uh, how about you guys? Well, for me, um, this is, this is a movie that I don't know how it's taken me 
this long. Like I, I watched it fairly recently and I don't know how it's taken me this long because I've I've watched like probably like the top 50 list of animated movies except for I think just this one. Um, and for a while I was like, ah, oh, it's in, from the 80s. It's going to be like really shitty animation, not good. So I put it off. But then Noah, Miles and I were were hanging out and we just wanted to put something on in the background and we put on that movie and then we were like, oh, this is really good. And we just got sucked into it. Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, I was kind of in the same boat. I, you're definitely a lot more into like anime and that kind of stuff than I <laughs> I've never seen than I am. I actually I hadn't even heard about it until which you'll probably we'll probably get into this later. Um, but I uh, I don't know if it was Jordan Peele himself or someone had mentioned that he had taken a part of a particular scene in Nope was like an homage to this movie. And so I looked up the movie and I, you know, um, checked it out a little bit. And then we ended up watching it that one day and same boat. I was like, Oh, when was this made? <laughs> like mm-hmm. really blown away by the animation and the content of it for the time. I don't know what people were making during that time, but nothing close. To pretty, that. pretty gritty. And yeah, it didn't really hold punches and yeah. Really yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you do, do, I don't know how to even put it. I was going to say you do anime. It's like, well, that's not how, oh, yeah. I'm, that's not how I'm people a, talk. I'm a <laughs> avid connoisseur for yeah. many years. I would kind of sore, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm actually surprised to hear that this wasn't one you'd knocked off before. But yeah, it is from the '80s, so I, I get the uh, I get the impulse for sure. I tried to watch that show Berserk that everybody talks about, and that's from I don't know a while ago, and I just didn't enjoy it. So I was like, uh, I'm swords, not gonna... right? Yeah, it's got big, yeah, swords big swords and like very little animation for a lot of the early scenes. It's like they're just standing there, <laughs> not moving. <laughs> I know people were talking about that a lot when Elden Ring was really hot yeah. earlier this year. So that, that, that I think has a lot of, a lot of influence, influence, right? Yeah. Cool. Good to know. Well, all right. Um, time for a one minute plot summary. Do either of you guys want to do it or do I have to do it? I think, I think you should do it because <laughs> you're right, the new fine. person. Yeah. Or you're the one who didn't watch it. <clears throat> all right, fine. Uh, somebody else count then. <laughs> you can't look at your notes. I don't have that many. Okay, ready, go. All right, so it's 1988, I think, and Tokyo is gone. It's obliterated in the opening sequence. Flash forward to 2019. We're in New Tokyo, Neo Tokyo, something like that, which is a new city that they built in Tokyo Bay. Um, We have um, Canada. He is a leader of this biker gang, but they're also still in school. And it seems like everyone else in the biker gang is also an orphan and potentially also a child, even though they look older. I don't know. It's hard to know. Um, anyway, so they, this is what always happens. Uh, one of their, one of his friends, Tetsuo gets scooped up by the government. There's some zombie babies. They turn him into um, like uh, the, the meme about like the galaxy brain thing. He turns into that pretty much. Then he becomes like a big gross monster. And then he goes, uh, he flies off into space at the end. Uh, meanwhile, there this happened before. The the reason that Tokyo blew up the first time was this this boy named Akira. He he, he pops One up on the on the spot. There you go. And then you and then you <laughs> said he pops up. He pops up. And that Damn that it. broke the one minute. But we're, <laughs> cut it. Cut it. <laughs> yeah, I have to cut that out. Um, well done. Yeah, yeah. That that nailed it. Cool. <laughs> and then there's like, it's kind of hard to summarize this movie, and it doesn't make sense yeah. for a lot of it because. Do you know like how how they reference the manga to make this movie? Uh, I guess not. So they took the first half of the first like volume, mm-hmm. and the second half of the second, 
smashed them together. And that's why this movie has so much going on throughout <laughs> it. And like, they don't have time to explain a lot. It's because they put probably like three movies worth of movie into one. It's yeah, it's interesting. The opposite of what they did with the Hobbit. So I, I normally ask like, Oh, for a first time watch, what was this like for you? And so I'll just say for me, um, I definitely, it's set up, you have like the, it's cyberpunk future and you have like rival biker gangs and you're like, oh, okay, it's going to be about like these rival biker gangs. And then you see <laughs> um, the, the extremely old babies that pop up and they have like mental abilities and start like fading in and out of existence, <laughs> I guess. And that's all, that all happens pretty early. You're like, what's that yeah. about? And you, they don't really get into it till later. It's like Blade Runner meets Mad Max and then yeah. aliens. For sure. Yeah. You get a lot of, you know, kind of typical archetypal, uh, the government is all bad and corrupt and so is the military, but the mili- there's a military coup. Meanwhile, all the people are just sort of protesting everyone. Um, and then they think that Akira comes back. <laughs> And they're just rooting for Akira to blow everything up, uh, which is a kind of a cool vibe, I guess. All the people are just like, yes, blow everything up. We all should die. Well, isn't it? Meanwhile, the, the manga wasn't finished when they did this, by nice. the way, when they made the movie. So, so you, like, you got to take some liberties. And yeah, it was like kinda, figuring out how they had to figure out what to do. Mm. So uh, we s- talked about in in the episode i think on friday the 13th when we talked about nope we mentioned akira because of the the motorcycle slide in it um in the matrix episodes that we did i talked about the novel neuromancer uh which is written by william william gibson who i think that came out in 1984 but his first short story where he coins the term cyberspace that comes out in 1982 i think the manga for akira starts publishing in 1982 i think I think some sometimes are early eighties because this yeah. was what eighty eight when it yeah. came out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, so these are sort of like, I guess that is more my idea of cyberpunk, which has a lot to do with the internet, and they talk about the Matrix in those books and such. And then this is more just the kind of like ground level. Here's people living and struggling, and the government sucks. Um, which which is a vibe that does never, never does go out of style. It's so. America. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, there's a lot to relate to, unfortunately. So yeah, just uh, all that being said, I see a lot of similarities and I don't know. I don't know why Japan and, and just sort of Japanese culture is really baked into cyberpunk, even like in Blade Runner, the, the, the kind of city speak that they do there. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's these, they're always eating ramen and, there's a lot of kanji everywhere, even Wrong though it's like future. Los Angeles, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, have you been to Los Angeles? <laughs> yeah. Depending where you are, well, it's this like is you're true. in another country. That's now. true. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah, that the like when this movie came out too, it was like the post post war, like economic upturn era for Japan. Oh. That's why yeah. they got such a this they got a ridiculous funding for this movie for that time. I think it was like ten million. No, no, maybe I don't, I don't remember the amount. I, I'll have to look it up. But yeah. it was like a an obnoxious amount that nothing was given. But it was just because Japan had a bunch of extra money because the economy was in the upswing. Um, so just completely talking out of my ass. I know when we yeah. did the Spirited Away episode, there's a critique of like the <laughs> middle-aged people who were terrible at managing money in the eighties that ruined all of Japan. Is that, is that what's happening right at this time? I guess. Oh, actually, well, <laughs> they made a shit ton of money off of this movie. Well, like, there you go. It, it was, it was incredibly profitable. 
Um, even though they spent so much, it was so successful yeah. that they made way more. So I, I, I don't, I don't think so. This is part of the ep- economic upturn where they're maybe not managing funds. Yeah, well, where they're like, oh, we, we'll just dump cool. a bunch of money into this, but they got lucky. Yeah, we're all, it all works out, I guess. Um, a cool movie. Yeah. So what's up? What's up with those those old old babies? <laughs> so it's just like they're. <laughs> Yeah, I guess they're the big thing to talk about. I, from what I've gathered, they're I think they're human, but they just have the, the the mental they have that mental power. Yeah. And at a young age, they're like kind of being taught and forced to like keep it under control and they're not let so, so I might I'll go into it. I'll go into it a little well. Uh, I'll say I'll save the rest for later because it has to do with like Tetsuo and, and yeah okay yeah once we get into more of the plot but yeah. those those guys were not they're weird looking I feel like I thought I knew a lot of the iconography of this movie um, I knew about it. like you know Canada and and his in his cool motorcycle and just the kind of uh, this sort of dystopian Blade Runner y future very Escape from New York looking future also. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know anything about the, the kind of, uh, you know, Stranger Things-esque kids with mental powers. Same. And I've I've seen many clips from this movie, but nobody seems to want to show be, these weird... They're so weird, weird looking. Yeah, yeah, these strange babies. That's why. And it's not like a twist. They're in basically the opening sequence, the one that yeah. was... The one that they're trying to track down that got away that causes... Uh, he's like screaming and causing things to break. Which again, you know, Stranger Things did that too, but hey... <laughs> Yeah, I um I like this a lot though. I think we usually want to say towards the beginning because people tune out after about 15 minutes. Yeah, I did like this movie. Recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked it a lot too. Same. Um, more than I thought I would, like a lot more. Very dope. For many reasons. So we have uh Canada and his friends, and he's they hang out at this bar that seems kind of kind of trashy. But they're also in school still, and I guess they're all orphans. They all met up when they were at the orphanage or something. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. He's got a couple friends. One's tall. One's they're kind in of a gang. They're a in motorcycle a, gang. A motorcycle that's gang. The world's so bad that they can just openly murder each other on the streets. And they yeah. did not hold back for the movie. No, they did not. It's funny. So that opening sequence is pretty cool when they're doing their um, road rash style motorcycle fights on the highway. And uh, it, it, people are exploding all over the place. And then it gets to the end and they're like, you put eight of them in the hospital. <laughs> like, wait a second. <laughs> how how good exploded. is your hospital? <laughs> yeah. Know, well, this, yeah. We, this we scraped babies, up. So maybe. Yeah, maybe it's the brain babies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you get right into it. There's some really cool action set pieces throughout. But that, Oh, and they're clowns. Don't, don't forget yeah, the, that the, the, the biker, the, the rising, yeah. the ops of, uh, of this biker gang are clowns. Oh, they were? Yeah. They're clowns. Oh, they're, their their gang is called the clowns. <laughs> nice. They, they wear big like red noses. No, no. No, they're not that cool. <laughs> yeah, they're they were fighting juggalos openly on the streets. So, um not even they have like strap on big red noses just on just riding their motorcycles, hitting people with I pipes. That part. Um that is uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're doing bits. Is that the motorcycle or there's the like, nose? There's like 20 we'll of them know. on each motorcycle. <laughs> That's fantastic. 
They have like motor oil that they're squirting out of a flower that's like making the road all slippery. <laughs> gotcha, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're spraying Fago on their chest. That's, that's this is, more this of is an such ICP a thing. not important part of the, part of the movie. <laughs> no, but no, I'm glad we stopped on this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so in that sequence, Tetsuo gets injured and the government like picks him up and sends him to uh to the brain hospital <laughs> uh secure military facility that is run by a colonel who it was a little confusing because he looks a lot of the adult men that are characters in this movie have the same kind of mustache mm. And it made it a little hard to tell them apart for a bit for me. This guy's hairstyle, though, is pretty. pretty Yeah. Yeah. It was just when he wasn't on screen and they were showing someone else. I was like, oh, because like the undercover guy, uh, Ryu, I want to say. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. He kind of looks like this guy, too. And I was like, oh, is that guy like secretly uh, like a double eight? No, that that wasn't it. Those are just different people. But I figured that out eventually. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's there's a resistance force. And we meet a couple of those characters pretty early. Uh, K is the one that actually matters. So the other one just gets really just gets murked by that guy having a heart attack. No good. Yeah, they, that's that's way later. They stuffed that later. So like, yeah, so I feel like there's no main character really. They stuffed so many different like plot lines yeah. into one that everybody's a main character. And you're saying they're like pushing the different halves of volumes together, and yeah, it's like oh, this wasn't that bad. And then as I'm hearing myself say this out loud, I was like, yeah, there's this other character. He has a whole thing going on with this politician who actually is kind of like a double agent. Guy. Oh, that's a whole side story that they probably go into elsewhere. <laughs> probably, yeah. It was chaotic. Yeah, yeah one of the like analysis I watched, um, the guy was talking about. He's like, yeah, and I mean, it was amazing, but also. I know everybody's going to say this is cliche, but you should really read it because they go into like in depth about all the stuff that you're briefly seeing and hearing about in the movie. Mm-hmm. It was a long movie for, yeah. for an eighties animation. Yeah. I think we watched it in two, two parts. parts. Yeah. yeah. Cause we didn't expect it to be that long and we had something to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was like, th- is it three hours? Two, no, hours. two hours, two hours, it's only two hours? three minutes, I think. Oh, okay. It was longer than I expected it to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I think because probably because like the plot was so chaotic too, it didn't it didn't have like a a flow that made it seem like shorter than yeah. it was or. Right. Yeah. It doesn't. It, I don't know. Normally we say like, oh, it's really well paced. It, it went by really fast. This didn't go by quickly, but it was just a lot to sort of kind of turn around in your yeah, mind. Yeah. Um, which is not a problem. I think it's fine. But yeah, I I, I definitely get. I feel like it would break into two parts pretty well. Yeah. The way you guys I, I finished it. it and wanted more movies so that I can know what's going on with like other parts of <laughs> other characters and like side stories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the crazy thing with this uh, film too, is they had such a like high budget. Um, they they've like a lot of animation was like 12 frames a second. They had like intense anime, uh, intense action scenes that they actually had 24 drawn frames a second. And that's why I like the, a lot of the animations are really fluid. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. There's some stuff in this that's just kind of incredible. I, the couple times that they use, I think actual film, 
Um, definitely stood out. Like anytime the scientist is looking at that spinning thing and he's like, oh man, this looks great. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe how well this is going. And you're like, yeah, I guess it's, that thing's spinning for sure. Cool. <laughs> and the, the, like the coloring on that looks kind of like the weird green screen fire that was in uh, house. Um, and a couple other times when the babies are fighting Tetsuo in the nursery thing mm -hmm. and the backgrounds like warping and stuff. And that, that feels like they're actually like filming the panels right. or something yeah. and then moving them around like that. Um, yeah. Frame some panels. Uh, yeah. So that was pretty, <laughs> the whole thing looks amazing. The, the one that really stood out to me is when the Colonel and the scientists, I'm sure they have names. Um, they're on an elevator and you see like the cityscape and as the perspective is kind of changing as they're going down. But then you see it's a reflection in the window of the elevator and those as those characters approach the window. And then it's like behind them and you're seeing the stuff go by and it's just like, wow, that must have taken forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. A long time. Yeah. I wonder how long it took them to make the movie. Probably a while. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's two, Four years, two hours. Years. Of, like, that's part of the reason that they don't do hand-drawn animation. Um, any like major studios really don't anymore just because it takes so freaking long. Yeah, that makes sense. Compared to CGI. And they can have things like that look better, like better animated. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With less work. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Hand animated. Yeah. There's things, like there's a. There's a soul to it. It's all yeah, right. Really. Yeah. It's like jazz. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, the a, notes that's you a good don't way play. to put it's, it. It's the jazz of animation. That's a good way to put it. Exactly. Yeah. A little bit of human error really makes you feel alive. Mm. Yeah. Um, I did. Yeah. So it's a Toho movie. So, uh, so was house. So I saw the logo at the beginning. I was like, Oh, I think I, that's the Toho logo, which I only knew cause we only just did house a little bit ago. Um, and yeah, so production wise, what, what happened? Uh, Katsuhiro Otomo is the director of this. He was also the guy that did the manga. It, yeah. So good for him. He got oh, to, that's good. He yeah. got to stick around. Which is cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I think it was about 9 million combined with the advertising. It makes like almost 50 million. Yeah. And in wow. the day in the 80s, in wow. 80s money, pretty nice. Five times that like outrageous price. <laughs> yeah. Otomo is claimed to have... Uh, over 2,000 pages of notebooks filled with ideas of how the movie should look. Oh, my God. 2,000 uh, pages of notebooks. The final storyboard consisted of a trimmed-down 738 pages. A 738-page so, yeah. storyboard? So that takes some time. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not even, like any, like, any of the actual movie being made. Yeah. That's just prep. Yeah. That's, uh... It looks... I think it looks incredible. It's just really I, I really got on its vibe and i don't know man I, I like the montage towards the not the montage but just the the, sh the quick scene towards the beginning where you're just seeing like from the perspective of someone on a motorcycle on the highway passing all the advertising and the different signs and stuff and yeah it really just puts you puts you right in the mood um you, you can see where a lot of other cyberpunk is taken their aesthetic from it's here. <laughs> Do you notice like around that time, I feel like a lot of Japanese things referenced big explosions. One thing I noticed really early on is that every scene was ending with the characters like seeing an explosion of a building that they were just in or kind of not that far behind them. 
It was probably the impact of the <laughs> of the nuclear. Who bombs. knows? <laughs> it's only forty years after, forty three years, and uh, we were talking about that a lot with House. That's only thirty couple and two years after. So uh, that's yeah, that's the kind of thing that messes up generations of uh, of the country's people. <laughs> so makes guess, sense. Yeah. yeah, and when you wipe out an entire city, that yeah, it, it has a just such a cold opening when uh, the first thing you see is Tokyo just. <laughs> being fucking annihilated by what it looks like a large bomb which literally could happen <laughs> yeah sure which is the crazy thing uh and i think uh, that was like a lot of the like meaning behind the movie um i don't know what 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 area you're going to next you know Dude, we can talk about the meaning if you want i don't have anything that like well, we need to do like, in a certain order more of like <laughs> the the like the the weird ass babies and and tetsuo and akira and stuff yeah, we haven't talked about it. It's hard to figure out the end to talk about those guys, but we should because that's really the meat of what's yeah. most interesting here. So basically, you, you start off and you think the main uh, character is that Kanada dude. Mm-hmm. And he's like really cool, badass, good, has a nice motorcycle. Good whatever. red jacket. Mm-hmm. Good, yeah, sweet red jacket, which I'd love to have. Um, and then like you meet some of his friends, his, his like motorcycle gang friends, and one of them has like a girlfriend and, you know, they just want to be happy and live a good life together and then you you find out that he has like this hidden mental power that was awakened when he met these little babies and he becomes basically the main character almost and like the so one question that i feel like a lot of people have is like oh well why are the babies not destroying everything and there's like one line i'm gonna probably misquote it that was mentioned and it was um, they said something about him being a big person mm-hmm. referencing an adult and because kids are so pure that they don't, they, they mentioned a line about how, and if, if an amoeba were to have a, like the power of being a human, it would do what it normally does, but in like a greedy, like really like as good as it can to help you know, the, the amoeba, yeah. you know, his, himself or itself. And Which the is just to consume everything around it. Yeah. Consume everything around it. And as an adult realizing that power, it was bad because you already like as an adult, you're already set in your ways and you already are like, you know what you want or need. And you'll use that power for that to satisfy those wants and needs. So that's why it's like, you know, he can't control it and or he like, is thinking about it as like, Oh, now I have this power as opposed to like, Oh, this is a part of me. And like, this is, you know, who I am and how I need to control it. And that's like a big. Yeah. He, he had, he had felt like a victim his whole life and he sees this as an opportunity to get even with the world and with the people that he's embarrassed to have needed to depend on to keep him safe. So, which is, I think really, it's really interesting. It's not necessarily that he goes after like the clowns or his other enemies. It's he's mostly, He's most mad about uh, Canada and yeah. and his and the people who have been like just like wants to protect him. Yeah, he's right. being a little bit of a dick about it. Yeah, made him feel like a weenie, but he's kind of got like that little brother thing going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's being a bit of a weenie, no doubt. Yeah, so he's just gonna fucking kill them all. <laughs> so these zombie babies, uh, why do they look so bad? 
That I don't know if they ever explained like why they look so messed up. I'm I'm assuming it, one. I'm assuming if you've read the manga and you're listening to this, this is probably an infuriating conversation. I apologize for having late, but I'm sure this is answered there. But I assume it's something like just the mental strain of being these like galaxy brain babies has aged their bodies. Yeah. Or they, if you get that brain power in you, you stay at like the same age and maybe, uh, or you just don't develop beyond that, but maybe they've been like that for a while. It doesn't necessarily say oh, yeah, that's true that maybe. they're only seven, you know, five, six years old or whatever. So. They're smoking two packs, uh, two packs a day and drinking. Yeah, to, deal with, to deal with the mental stress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the age of four, it hits hard. Yeah, Earth substances can't affect us anymore, so yeah. they need to do all the drugs just to feel anything. Maybe. Yeah. For them, doing heroin is just like smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, all right, I'm a little bit awake. Yeah. Now I have to take a shit. <laughs> yeah, I, that's probably what they get into in the manga. Yeah, I, I bet. They go deep <laughs> into it. That's why Japan smokes so much. Um, <laughs> it's a cool thing to do. Brains. Get them big brains. <laughs> yeah, it looks like I, I just like Googled it really quickly, like what they look like in the manga. And it looks pretty spot on to like how they were represent, represented in the movie. So I know the reading about it online, they refer to those three as espers, which I don't think they're ever called that in the movie. Um, I think because their skin tone is so weird. I think if they were just normally skin tone, they would look more normal, but they look like zombie. Yeah, they do look like weird. Like if they weren't things. greenish, yeah, yeah they're greenish. The really kind of. I think they're kind of wrinkly too, or maybe they are very wrinkly. Yeah, yeah. It, but I, at first I would think like, oh, okay, well, in the manga they would they wouldn't have any color, so they'd look more normal. But the the same person that did the manga <laughs> directed the movie, so he intended for them yeah, to be. This is yeah. what he wanted. Yeah, green. I love when they find the third one after, because the, in the beginning, the Colonel and these other um, espers, I guess they're called, are looking for the the third one, and they find him, and I love that the other one's on like a, the floating chair, and he's wearing like a suit. You're like, oh, oh man, that guy. Yoda person. He looks like a damn boss. He's in one of those uh, Wally chairs, but he looks like a freaking boss. Boss baby. Yeah, he's doing, he's doing his boss, boss baby, baby. <laughs> Yet another Those thing that like boss baby. boss baby took it from that movie. Yeah, boss baby. I've never seen either Boss Baby, but I'm pretty sure it's basically what these guys are. Oh, there's a whole Boss Baby show. I've never seen that. It's actually, either. it's pretty entertaining. Maybe weird if I'd only seen the show. Not bad. I I actually have only seen the show. Well, that's weird. Well, I did teach very young kids, and on uh, movie day, they were all like, they "Boss love, Baby, Boss Baby." Boss I baby like, right? Okay, I have Netflix. Hopefully, there's a show on there. <laughs> They lo- the kids love Boss Baby. So does Corey. <laughs> so are you guys uh, subs guys or dubs guys? Oh, I'm I'm a pretty hardcore sub dude. Yeah. Um, except for some classics like this movie has has good dub. If I'm being lazy, I'll yeah, uh, I'll go with the uh, the uh, dub version. But otherwise, yeah, I prefer the. I'm usually watching things that are new and they don't have a dub yet. So it's just like true. Yeah, that makes sense for for this. I, I did the subtitles when I watched it earlier because uh, I thought that I, you know, I wanted to be into it and I don't want uh, so the thing we talked about. I think in the spirited way episode is some of the translation in that isn't actually what the characters originally were saying, because when they do dubs, they try and match mouth movements more than actually get an accurate translation. And I know still it doesn't make sense to me. And I know still with subtitles, there is still some, you know, 
variation in the translation, I'm sure, but I think it's less so. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's what I wanted to do. And you know, it was a first watch for me and I wanted to pay attention and not be playing uh, Marvel Snap on my phone the whole time. So, Yeah, I I like watching subtitle things. I feel like, I don't know what it is, but like, Maybe maybe this is just because I like understand the English more or whatever. But the Japanese voice actors they definitely go a little harder. Their their emotion oh, like yeah. the you can hear the emotions like they're a little yeah. like overreacting almost, and it, it it's good because it translates well. That makes not, sense. Not literally, but you know that makes sense. Uh, the I'm curious if the voice cast for the dub is like I thought there was like some famous people. Yeah. Yeah. What one person oh, I was just reading about this earlier, I forgot. Um I think the original one, I don't recognize a lot of the names, but the there is a dub version from two thousand one that oh, I do okay. recognize some of them. That's probably oh, the I one think that, that was the dub we watched. Yeah. A lot of people that have Wikipedia pages, but I wasn't gonna go through one on one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, eh, Not worth it. It's fine. Um Bill Cosby is Canada. <laughs> oh, I also I mean, this is like kinda... if I had a good Cosby and could think of like a good quote that would have killed right there. I know. I can't do a good. Hey, a kid, good have Cosby a pudding either. pop. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> that shoe will get off my bike. Go. <laughs> Stop blowing everything up. It's <laughs> good content. A Japanese Cosby. Oh man, I wish I could do a Japanese person. Doing like an impression of Bill Cosby. An impression of Bill Cosby speaking Japanese. That would be amazing. That would be hilarious. Ah. That would be amazing. <laughs> I think that worked, actually. That, yeah, yeah, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you can hire me. Just uh, reach out to uh, send an email to uh, late2, the number 2, the movies at gmail.com, and yep. uh, Noah will show me because yep. he lives in the room on the side of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that ended up being that a lot a better now i have yeah. to keep all the voice acting stuff <laughs> you got at least like you know maybe not when yeah. you're looking but <laughs> I'll, I'll, tr- I'll trim it down a little bit uh yeah so this movie then goes in a couple more interesting directions <laughs> canada kind of gets hooked up with this resistance uh cell that is sort of like spies that are kind of trying to infiltrate they have a lot of costumes they're kind of showing up places, but not specifically doing a lot. <laughs> and they try and break into this government facility where these kids are and Tetsuo is being kept. And uh, they successfully do, but they get there too late to help old Tetsuo, who's already sort of given himself over to the power. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is a really cool scene there where the background's kind of getting warped when Tetsuo and the children are fighting and... There's all these effects happening, and I just think it looks really cool. It's it's a cool movie with interesting things that happen. And then Akira creates that uh, dimensional pocket to like stop the explosion. Yes, which is kind of like crazy. That's a cool move by him. Yeah, because otherwise, like there would he probably was like trying to yeah make up for <laughs> what ha- what he did and make sure that this new neo tokyo doesn't get destroyed yeah there's not i guess there's not really that much action that happens big picture wise between the end and them going there because tetsuo basically from that point is like fuck you guys i'm out of here and he learns he can fly so he so he leaves oh wait i can fly and then it's just sort of the rest of it's him kind of walking through the city fucking stuff up 
on his way to the Olympic Stadium. And uh, was that part of the old city? Did they have to cross a bridge to get to the... I think he had to cross a bridge to get to the stadium, that's right? Too, that's too yeah, micro. Yeah. There's like a big bridge yeah. scene, I remember. Um, anyway, so <laughs> yeah, the geography's all fucked. <laughs> so in that case, was there... in? In the late 80s, was there? Uh, okay, fuck it. Who cares? This isn't interesting. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. What's important is <laughs> well, it's kind of interesting. In he gets to the stadium. What and happens in the stadium stays in the stadium. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's what he says. Because because uh, the babies tell him, perhaps not on purpose, that that is where Akira is, and he finds he finds him. They, he like lifts this huge container of sub zero materials out of the under the stadium and. There's, they're kind of in like the parking lot outside the stadium at this point, I guess. Anyway, uh, and uh, and Akira's just pieces. He's cryo freeze body yeah. part pieces. It's pretty. It's a good. It's a good zag. I liked that. What zag? Like you think they're gonna zig and they zagged. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh I like that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, got, I was, I was like, wait, what? That was gonna be like a frosty boy in there, but no, nope, mm-hmm. no, he well. There's a frosty most of a boy. Yeah. yeah. There or was not the, even most. There was just like. There's the component pieces of yeah, a uh, nervous system. The important parts of a boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All you really need is the optic yeah. nerve. Yeah. In the in the subtitles, the only no one. Penis. The only one that they ever described the label of was optic nerve. So I know for a fact oh. one of them was optic nerve. Interesting. There was like 12 other ones, but whatever. So this is the, the first time that Kanada tries to fight Tetsuo. And this is when the the space laser is being shot at them. Oh yeah, the forgot. Laser. There's also like oh, a satellite space, laser. Yep. The space which they didn't have. Oh, well, I guess 2019. We do. We do sure. have space lasers. We got space lasers. Um, Reagan in the 80s was talking about Star Wars, but he meant like space combat. So you know, there's a laser system. Um, <laughs> and this is yeah. I don't know. It's just cool. They fight then. There's kind of some downtime, I guess. And Tetsu's sort of just like crying in the stadium. And that's when uh, Kaori, her name Messes is? up. Yeah, he messes up his girlfriend. Yeah, she just hasn't. She's holding L's the whole movie, that yeah. lady. She, right. uh, anytime she goes near Tetsu in this movie, she ends up. Real fucked up. Or very dead. Squeezed into oblivion, I guess. She, she doesn't survive that, right? You see her get all bloody. I can't imagine. Well, I don't know. If those clowns went to the hospital, she might be okay. <laughs> right. But no, I think he, he murdered her. There's that huge explosion. They're like, oh, I can't believe Akira put 100 people in the hospital. Um, yeah, it was that point no where one died. he lost his arm, where he like lost control. Yes. Because I yeah. think... The space laser takes his arm, I think. Yeah, which I think gives like a... I think the like thought behind that is it gives the, the power or whatever it is an easy way out. Like it's like a, a okay. vulnerable area out and that's okay. where you like okay. can't control it anymore. Yeah. Cause it starts with the arm, which starts with like a, and then he pulls in all these metal pieces. So like yeah. rebuild it, a Skywalker cool. style metal hand yeah. kind of thing. That was a cool animation. Um, and then he's like, I got this cool arm now, but then it starts doing some stuff he can't control. Idle hands. Oh, just <laughs> Idle hands. The original. <laughs> the ocean. Um, and uh, yeah, it just, it just gets out of, hand really quickly uh it starts growing but first just out like go go gadget style but then also up and around oh yeah and he just becomes a big balloon man Mm -hmm. the colonel's there too and it's unclear he's led like a bloody coup against the government at this point 
and he's also still trying to kill all the protesters. But the colonel also kind of is sort of positioned as like, yeah, but at least he killed the politicians. <laughs> Those guys fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what to do anymore. He's just like, he's kind of like, I just want to retire. <laughs> um, the babies show up, the espers, whatever they are. They try to help. Yeah, they make Akira happen again. And he's like, I'm going to make a big pocket dimension or something. Yeah, so that you don't kill everyone, <laughs> all the remaining humans. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Tetsuo loses control. He balloons up and then is about to like kill everything and just sort of blob his way around. It really does turn into like body horror for about 15 minutes there. Yeah. Real creepy shit. And then he realizes and says, I'm Tetsuo. Yes. And like... Had, uh, like fully understands everything controls that's a nice moment for him yeah he looks horrible at the time well yeah but it's still nice. you either look good or do good that's you know. that's it <laughs> um the canada tries to help him anyway by i don't know what he thought he was going to do he just sort of jumps into the light and then the uh the baby are like yeah let's help that guy we're all probably gonna die but at least we can help that one guy even though there is currently a cataclysm happening across all of new tokyo so they're like, do you see his jacket? <laughs> we can't let that Sick. guy die. The motorcycle. <laughs> the motorcycle does get damaged, <laughs> but they successfully, um, there's a cool 2001-esque kind of journey into the mind situation where uh, Canada is seeing like memories of Tetsuo and I think like also the baby's memories are in there and yeah. he's hearing voices in his head telling him what's going on and they don't actually tell him or the audience what's going on that much. It's kind of cool that he got to see into like how he felt so mm-hmm. that he like could understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he's, uh, I guess he gets the girl at the end and his one remaining gang member is like a more, ex- uh, more excited to take on like the younger brother role, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's pretty much where they Wait leave it for him to get out of the way. And then speaking of 2001, a very uh, Beyond Jupiter se- sequence where... Space Odyssey. The, yeah, the the not the year, the movie. Um, <laughs> the, not, not the year, the Space Odyssey. Um, and you see at the very end, there's sort of like the kind... You're looking at the iris of an eye, I think, like all really big. And then he just says, I am Tetsuo. And then the credits are just going through like a star field with planets going by and shit. You're like, oh, okay. Now we're just tripping balls. Yeah. yeah. And kind of just like, I don't think he's dead. He might be out there somewhere. And that's, and then that sequence happens. And yeah, it's very, it's like whoa, a very laser quote show. unquote, happy move, happy ending. I, I guess don't so. say happy movie. Cause it was real fucked up. Mm-hmm. But a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, uh, the main dude's friends die, but he does still have that jacket. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to watch it again. Cause a lot of people say there's so much going on that you, you can't get everything from a first watch. That's why I didn't take a lot of notes because I wanted to be able to follow what was happening um, for a first watch because I had heard that too and I'm, I'm glad I didn't want to, you know, keep referring to shit on my phone. So, Fun fact. Yeah. Um, this is what I, I was like kind of referring to before, but the movie consists of 2,212 shots and 160,000 single pictures, which at that time was two to three times more than normal. Jeez. It also used 327 different colors which is a record for animated films. 50 of those colors were created just for the film. Wow. Well, someone get Pantone on the phone. They're, they're trying to copyright colors. That's why most of the movie takes place at night, (laughs) Um, which which was normally avoided by animators because of the 
the color requirements. Yeah, it looks That's interesting. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, it does. It looks awesome. In I forget. Yeah, well, we're already recording a couple of the Lord of the Rings episodes. That's next month. Uh, spoiler alert. But we were talking about in the Two Towers episode with Helm's Deep that it's at night, but you can see what's happening. Yeah, which is not a thing that is always true in movies and TV shows anymore. But yeah, this this is all at night, but it's so vibrant. It looks yeah. awesome, even mm-hmm. though it's of really beaten down rusted out locations and it's nighttime and it's grimy and I'm pretty sure Canada falls into a river of shit at one point. Um, it's still like, it's very vibrant. Mm-hmm. I think this movie too, when it got, when it, when it made it in America, I think they, they released it like the full movie. Cause a Nausicaa, I think came out before this, the, the Ghibli film. And when it went to America, they like recut it in a way because at this time, like animated films were for children and like they weren't used to, you know, making and like showing something for adults. Um, so they like kind of tailored it towards it. But then this movie was like, I feel like I'm going to I sound like a startup CEO, but like a disruptor <laughs> for the the industry, um, which was kind of cool. It like kind of showed people like, hey, you don't have to be a child to enjoy animated things. Um, we can make it, you know, with adult content. Mm-hmm. What, what what a cool movie lots lots to pour over and yeah i think this is one I, i'll want to revisit to really get more of an idea of because it's just got a lot going on mm. not in a bad way but in a kind of like uh i can't even consider this thing because these i was these still thinking about this last thing <laughs> yeah it's a lot it's like I, this guy's got a cool jacket yeah sure whatever <laughs> This baby just screamed all the windows broke. So I got to figure out what's going on here. Uh, it's, it's worth a revisit. Yeah. Yeah. I, before we recorded this, I was like, oh, I have so much to say. Like I, I looked up a lot about this movie. And now as we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. There's, I don't know what the fuck's even, going on. Like, even more. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, Flares what? and layers. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. So it's, it's cool. I, I guess I'm glad. I'm sure... So I've started this sentence seven times already. I apologize. Um, there is another thing that comes up for Akira movie. And is is that like a live action one that they tried to do? They So they tried to do a live action, but then the budget was over like would need needed to be over 300 million. And they, uh, they did. That makes sense. It's uh, never. Oh, my God. Uh, it is. It is unditched. It is happening. It is going to be like now. Oh, they tried before. Uh, yeah, no, there's a, there's a new one coming from Warner Brothers, apparently. Oh, gonna fuck it up. Uh, but yes, it's been in development hell since the early thousands, at least, a uh, live action one trying to get off the ground. In 2017, it was announced that Taika Watiti was trying to um, get it going. Uh, production was scheduled to start in 2019, but Waititi put it on hold to direct Thor Love and Thunder instead. The project. Come <laughs> on. You have the most monumental animated movie of all time. And you're like, oh, let's make this Thor movie. That's very generic. Well, it's I think he, he probably started. He probably started developing Akira and realized that he couldn't narrate the whole thing himself. And, <laughs> and so he's like, but with Thor Love and Thunder, I can give myself all the jokes and narrate it at the same time. And, and make way more money, probably. And that's what people that's what the people want. He plays all the parts in it. <laughs> and also play all the parts. 
yeah. So as of now, delayed indefinitely. So yet, nice. a, yet again, one that almost happened. It has um, Leo DiCaprio listed as a producer. Okay. Maybe one day. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like it would be prohibitively expensive if they were going to adapt the original movie. This movie was incredible. I really liked it a lot. Let's get into ratings on our letterbox. That's letterboxd.com. You can search for late to the movies. This is once again, the number two, and you can find every week that we post an episode. We also post our ratings of it there. So guys on a scale of 0.5 to five on any scale of your choosing besides stars, what would you give Akira? Um, I would give it four out of five mangled Akira body parts. <laughs> that poor guy seems like a nice guy too. Yeah, I think there were five of them, right? Wasn't there five? I don't know, whatever. There's a lot. Oh, it was definitely at least five. Um, I I think I'm gonna go four as well. I think that's a good number. That's what I was thinking too. I'll go four out of five. Uh, cool red jackets. I was thinking about red jackets. We left the babies for you. I was going to go yeah, babies. I, that was also my thought. <laughs> um, well, I want to go four also. There's only three of the babies, so I'll have to count Akira himself he also. He was a baby, too. He was, he was once a baby. Time, he was once, yep. yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go four out of five um, precocious uh, psychic babies. That are green. That are green for some reason. <laughs> uh, when Akira shows up, he's not green. He's kind of just like glowy and red, I guess. Well, he's transcended that. Already, he's he's yeah. transcended greenness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he, he's creating pocket dimensions. Yeah, like, he man, yeah. He's, he's out of control. Any any final thoughts? Go see it. It's yeah, really just, fucking cool. Just watch it. You can, it was, <laughs> it's on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. It was on Hulu and something else, I feel like. For it might free. be on Tubi. HBO Max. I think it's on Tubi for free, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I just remember we watched it for free and I think it was on my fire stick and I don't have a lot of go. services. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just watch it. it. Yeah. It's very cool. Just don't be uh, an uncultured swine and think, oh, it's it's an animation. That's for children <laughs> and fucking people that like hentai. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on Hulu, at least, I mean, it's probably the same other way. You have, you can choose the sub or the dub. It lets you pick. So yeah. there you go. Try both maybe <laughs> and see how they compare. Literally changed how a lot of things were done <laughs> and stranger things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, so influential. Um, it's a good movie. I think that that's about some of our thoughts on it. Yeah. Much, much to consider. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple podcast, iTunes, Podbeans, Google podcasts. You can go to our T public page and buy, buy a t-shirt with Greg's face on it. I always say that in case that isn't a selling point for some reason, there's also just the normal logo. You can put that on a throw pillow on a mug, but really I know you want the one with Greg's face on it. It's very cool. You should buy it. It's, it is yep. cool. Noah has one. It's his, yeah. it's his most treasured possession. I never take it off. You never, he's wearing it now under the shirt. I'm wearing. The oh, okay. T-shirt, good. So yeah, he got the uh, underwear. A little so. bulky. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> uh, also you can, Email Noah at late to the movies at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. We were never on Twitter. We were ahead of the curve. It's late to the movies <laughs> underscore pod cast. I never remember if it's pod or podcast, but get to pod. If it doesn't come up, keep typing. That about does it. Thank you guys for being on. We had Noah and Corey. 
Thank you. Thanks. Cool. Uh, Time to eat ramen. <laughs> oh, go, yeah. Go eat ramen. Go, yeah, go, go eat, eat ramen. ramen. We're going to, yeah, don't eat ramen.